Hello and welcome to Backchat, your podcast all about scoliosis, yoga and back care. My name is Christine Jaregiberry. I'm a yoga teacher, creator of the Yogaberry Yoga for Scoliosis community and YouTube channel. And this show is all about supporting you on your scoliosis journey. So if you're looking for practical advice and inspiration on how to manage the condition with yoga and movement, then you're in the right place. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Backchat. Welcome to Yogaberry, your yoga for scoliosis community. Thank you so much, as always, for joining. Now it is Wednesday afternoon here in the UK. If you are joining me live or if you are, chances are that you're probably watching this on the replay right now. Um, but just to let you know that we're doing this on Wednesdays, if you ever have any questions or you want to join us live in the chat, then you can do that. And um, so this week I've got a guest again, and I'm going to introduce her in a moment. Um, but I just wanted to let you know that next week I'm going to do a little bit of a live practice. So I'm going to do something slightly different. Um, we're going to work on um, upper back, shoulder and neck release that has been requested. So we'll do about kind of a um, probably 20 to 30 minute session. And then you can basically bring your questions as well for that. So make sure to uh, make a note of it if you want to be there live, if you want to join us for that. Um, I am also, I'm teaching a workshop for those of you who are, who are close by to me, probably not if you are um, on the other side of the world, if you are in, in Argentina or in, in the US, that might be a little bit far. But if you are close to Surrey in the UK, I'm teaching a workshop um, a yoga for scoliosis workshop on the 17th of July, a couple of weeks time, um, full day workshop. And yes, we go into all the nitty gritty of yoga for scoliosis. So I'm hoping to see some of you there. A few have already booked in and I'm going to have limited spaces there. So make sure to book yourself in. So hi, Glennis. She's saying hello, Christine. So as always, you know, feel free to join into the conversation. And I'm going to bring on our guest today. So today I've got um, the, the lovely Helen from My Pilates Tribe here. And she is going to tell us about her scoliosis journey. And we actually met uh, through the Scoliosis Association in the UK. So we had a, a great um, exercise class not, not too long ago, which was all filmed by the BBC. So it was all very exciting. And I thought it would be lovely to connect in this way and um, hear about her story as well. So let me bring her on. There she is. Hi, Helen. Hi, Christine. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for, for making the time, obviously, to, to chat with me as well. That's mm -hmm. oh, great. It's great. To, and I think it's really important for us to kind of share our stories um, and just make everybody feel like we're part of the same you know big community so yes yeah absolutely absolutely and and uh you know never underestimate obviously who who you're helping right now just mm -hmm. by you know you don't even even for others out there you don't even have to have lots of amazing knowledge about scoliosis to mm -hmm. to be here i think it's important just to talk about it and um yeah to inspire 
other people you never know in in what way of course yeah couldn't agree more yeah <laughs> good so why don't we why don't we kind of dive straight into when kind of when did your scoliosis journey when did it start when when were you first diagnosed okay so it's a bit of a confusing story i guess so i noticed in my 20s so i'm 46 in a few weeks um and in my 20s i noticed like a lot of people would do that my trousers weren't hanging straight i noticed that one side of my waist went in whilst the other side was straight down and i thought that was really weird but never in a million years would i have thought it was something to do with my spine I was too interested in going out and partying and having fun, fun with my friends. And I just thought it was a bit weird. Uh, but I never really thought too much about it. And then I started to get back pain. And I remember going to see an osteopath. And the osteopath told me that I had scoliosis, which I'd never heard of. Um, then went away and, you know, tried to figure out well, what that meant. Um, and he actually told me to get back to my GP and have um, an x-ray. So I had an x-ray, but it wasn't... Um, it wasn't a great x-ray it wasn't a full spinal it was kind of that one where they cut you in half so you never really right. can see what's going on and I got referred for some physio I had a bit of physio and then that that was the end of it um and I was just kind of left to get on with it there was no follow-up there was no you're under the care of anybody there was no question of how serious it might be and definitely no mention of cob angles or you know right. what, what the curve even looked like so then I kind of fast forward, I had a baby in my 30s um, and I went through my 30s without too much bother um, and I found Pilates around just before I had my son actually, so he's just coming up 13, so um, probably about 14 years ago I found Pilates and I just found it to be a really great practice for me and um, and found that it really helped with my back pain uh, and I just really really enjoyed it and I used to come away feeling taller and just better about life so um, so that was kind of through my 30s and then really it was a couple of years ago that the pain just started to really come back and it was it was really just dragging on uh, and I thought I'm going to go back to the GP because I really want to understand more about this and you know I knew it was a progressive um, condition that can get worse so I went back to the GP and he basically said we can't help you. Um, we, you know, we, we won't make any referrals for you. I can send you to the pain clinic, but that's about it. So it was really, really unhelpful. So I actually went and sought a load of advice on my own. I, I've spent a lot of time, effort, money, um, seeing lots of different people to try and, you know, just help myself really. But I ended up going down the private route to actually have a full spinal x-ray and at that point I was diagnosed. So it was actually in October, 2020. So mm -hmm. really in the middle of the first COVID. wave of COVID. <laughs> yeah. yes. um, and that was when I heard Cobb Angle for the first time. So it was wow. 61 mm. degrees, lumbar, So quite yeah. a big curve, you know, that goes across the thoracic and lumbar spine. Um, and he told me that that was pretty severe um and that surgery could potentially be an option for me which i was like i don't want surgery um unless i really really have to have surgery uh at this point i had trained as a pilates instructor as well so i'm kind of jumping all over the place here um mm. so, so let me let me just just uh, just to go back to this yeah. so so the gp said we can't do anything yeah the gp kind of looked at my notes from 
15 years earlier and could say, oh, yeah, you have a scoliosis. But um, I asked for a referral to see a um, an orthopedic surgeon because what I wanted, what I really wanted more than anything was for somebody to sit down and explain to me what, what was mean? going on in my body. So, you know, where is the curve? What's happening with it? What does it mean? Why does this hurt? Why does that hurt? How does it impact on other joints? And obviously mentally as well, it has an impact. Um, mm. what it did anyway, so... Um, and that just wasn't available to me. All, all they wanted to offer, they sent me off for a couple of physio sessions. I went along and they gave me Pilates exercises, which I'd been doing for like 10 years. So it was really anyway, yeah. helpful. But it was silly little things. Like when I saw the physio, I, I kind of asked, is it okay for me to run? Because I was, I was really into running at the time. And, um, you know, can you recommend, is there a sleeping position that I should favor? You know, should I sleep on my back or my side? What about mattress? What about a pillow? You know, it's, who do you ask these yeah. questions to? You know, yeah. just things like in the UK, it feels like it's a really under-resourced um, kind of subject area. Um, and then I found Instagram, and there's lots of information, but you really have to go and look for it, I think. So, mm -hmm. um, so yes. Anyway, back to the GP. The GP was not very helpful, so that's why I ended up um, just doing my own research, finding a consultant at um, at private hospital and going mm -hmm. For consult there and, and doing it that way and then he referred me back to the nhs so i'm now so, so that's i i find that just i find that just you mm -hmm. know mind-blowing really that if you add a with a 61 percent uh 61 degree cob angle which is a severe curvature mm -hmm. right yeah yeah if you're getting dismissed and of yeah. like we we cannot help you there must be there's so many other people right where it's just like um yeah, yeah. I, I, and then what then i find even more amazing that you then you go down the private route which not everyone has the opportunity no, to I do know. right so there's yeah. a lot of people that, that cannot do this yeah and then it's basically straight from we cannot do anything about it to well we yeah. can do surgery yeah yeah <laughs> there's yeah. nothing in between no nothing right? in between no so yeah and i think it was around that time that I, you know, was just, well, what can I do to help myself? And I came across articles about Schroth, um, and I read up a bit about that. But again, really hard to find anybody that is um, trained and qualified in Schroth near me. And I'm in Surrey as well, different parts mm -hmm. of you. But um, yeah, I couldn't find anybody. It was, you know, you'd have to go into London. Well, London's an hour away. I don't want to go in on the train for an hour to, you know. I, I, so it was very frustrating um mm -hmm. it really did feel like it was uh, there wasn't much support out there really uh, but more than anything i just wanted to understand the mechanics of the of the of what was going on in my body really um so that was mm. probably the the thing that i was most searching for at that time um, mm. and yeah, understanding I, I was a bit probably a bit hung up on cob angles as well just because right. i didn't know what it was um, and I knew I had a curve, but I was like, well, how bad is it? Is it actually, is it bad or is it just a little curve? And, you know, I, you know, I'm feeling this pain. So, yeah. Mm. yeah. Yes. So, so, so tell me, um, tell me kind of all that, did you have back pain by the way, at that time? Yeah, I've, I've always, um, had varying to varying degrees, but yeah, for me, my, so my, um, curve is out to the, to the left. 
uh, and I get all my pain around the curve. So it's all in the, in the muscles. So it's all, you know, where it rotates and it brings things forward. That's where all my pain is, is kind of in that zone. Um, yeah. But was, and I also suffer a bit in my hip flexors as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's all linked. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. But so, I find- so tell me all the all the things then that 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 you tried. So you you now you've you yeah. know that you've got this you've got scoliosis uh, confirmed, obviously yeah. borderline surgery mm. range. Um, what what was your yeah, what's what was your reaction and and what sort of uh what did you then try and explore so i do i guess through my sort of 30s 20s and 30s i had gone i tried everything so i tried the osteopath was the first place that i tried and that was for back pain and then i saw a chiropractor for a while then i got the referral through the gp to physio she was actually really really good but, you know, I only had however many sessions with her. So that was really great. Uh, then I took a break from it because I just seemed to to have a period with no real pain. And then when it started to come back again, I kind of went down the same road of just trying to fix the problem. So seeing, you know, um, again, I tried chiropractors and I tried physios. Um, and these were all, you know, through that I, people that I just found locally but again there's not really anybody that specialized in um, scoliosis so I didn't really feel like they necessarily knew the best way to help me um and then I did lots of google searching trying to find somebody a bit more specific and found the SOS clinic in London and after lots of kind of arm and iron about whether or not to go down that road I thought I'm going to give it a try it's quite an intensive program I'm sure you know all about it um and it's kind of physio based I um, do yeah but maybe yeah. you want to you want to explain I but I explain it as a boot camp style <laughs> but yeah it, it is a boot camp style isn't it and they tend to have a lot of um teenagers I guess you know diagnosed in their teens which most people are diagnosed at that time whereas you know for me I was in my 40s before I got this like formal diagnosis even though I kind of knew about it in my 20s um so yeah and I I did it slightly differently I didn't join one of their four-week programs because um I was working and I couldn't take that much time off work Mm -hmm. so um I did it slightly differently I went in for three days intensively um and then I came away and practiced for a couple of weeks and then I went back for another three days intensively and it was really intensive and it was really really hard but the reason that they do it like that is they're trying to train your muscle memory so that you hold on yeah. to that um, memory so that you can practice exercises at home. And it's a mm-hmm. daily practice up to half an hour every day. And they use um, the wall bars and they use um, props. So they'll use like poles and you'll yeah. try to get that elongation through the spine. Um, and it's, yeah, it's lots of elongation, the breathing, the corrections which yeah. is what I've found with a lot of different um, practices that I've tried, actually. Mm. Um, it's basically the Schroth's, Schroth exercises. I think they are not allowed to call it that, is it? Yeah. But um, I yeah. think that's yeah. what it is. I think, um, I think there's definitely some, um, some similarities, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I just found that, for me, it was probably a bit too... Um, it, it was a bit intense. Right. Um, and I think 
you know going back day after day and just working the same muscles again it was it was really really hard work on the body mm-hmm. um and i can remember walking away after day one visibly like shaking um and just walking to the cafe and sitting down and thinking well, i just need some cake i need something <laughs> get some sugar into me and just I just need to like get some strength back how am I going to get home because I was just wobbling Mm. it was really it was really intense but um but there's definitely some really good practices in there I did really like the way that it kind of made you think about posture and you know correcting and the elongation and the breathing it was it was so it was a a good foundation for that Mm. Um, and then after that I um I found people again, kind of in other countries. I didn't really find that there was too much in the UK um, when I was looking, and I wanted it to be Pilates based because um, I'd always, you know, that's I'd, what I'd, you you knew, I, yes. Yeah, and I have a real passion for Pilates, and um, mm-hmm. and I found a couple of different kind of schools of thought really in America, and I had a couple of one to ones with. Um, Oh my goodness, her name's completely gone out of my head. Spiral spine. Oh, Erin uh, Myers. Erin, yes. Yeah. I really loved Erin. I thought she was so bubbly, and, I, and she just got my pain instantly. And I can remember coming off that my first one-to-one Zoom with her, and just saying to my husband, "I've just found somebody that just gets me. She just gets it." And you know, when I was talking to her about what pain I had that day, she knew, and she knew what stretch to go to, and she knew, and it. I just found her really great for that. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed working with her for a, for a few um, sessions. Uh, and then I also found Karina. Um, so um, Karina Deck uh, with Scolio Pilates, uh, and I actually did. I've done a couple of modules of training um, through her program, um, and I'm still working with one of. Um, one of the teachers so she's based in germany and we do zooms together and she really helps me to uh, you know work through the exercises specific to my mm. spine and to my yeah. what i need so yeah and i find those exercises really great and uh, i know i've mentioned it um to you in before we got together but um i've just had a recent x-ray so i had an x-ray last monday and i've been practicing these exercises for over a year now and um probably not as often as i should uh but i've had a reduction in my cop angle and quite a decent reduction in my cop angle so um i feel really positive that you know, i'm going in the right direction mm. so, yeah, my goal is to stay away from surgery um, yeah for as long as i can and obviously if i really do have to go down that road then i will go down that road but the older i get um the more risky it's going to be and the more difficult it's going to be because the bones are set and then you start thinking about bone density as you get towards sort of midlife and all that fun stuff so mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yes let me just acknowledge uh, uh glynis is is here in the chat sorry i'm not ignoring you so um she was she is saying her cop angle was 75 degrees so okay and um, I never know which parts of my upper spine I should be stretching and or strengthening. I have a large left lumbar curve, rib hump. Uh, I'm 62 and was diagnosed at 22. Anyway, what's your what are your thoughts on this of like uh, stretching, stretching and strengthening? Um, which parts? What are you doing with what side? 
Well, I so I found that stretching for me is a no. Um, if I overstretch, it causes me a lot of pain. And mm. um, so I'm now under the care of the Royal National Orthopaedic Hospital, and I had some physio yeah. sessions through them. And um, the last time that I went and saw the physio um, there, he actually held me in a stretch. I was lying on my side. I was propped up under my waist. Yeah. And I took my right arm over my head. So with a view to stretching out the concavity. Yes. So getting stretched into the right hand side. And he had, had me holding that stretch for really for too long. Uh, I think maybe if I'd held it for 20 seconds, it might have been OK. But I was probably in that stretch for over a minute, maybe a couple of minutes. And when I came out of it, I had a spasm in my back and it was really awful, really mm. awful. Um, and then he tried to correct it by pulling like my hip or something. I can't even remember what he did, but he did something to try and help with that. And, it, and I just thought, no, this isn't right for me. Um, and even I was even working with um, Julie from the Scolio Pilates last week. And she um, had me try a stretch and I think we held it for like maybe 20, 30 seconds. And I said, actually, I can really feel that pulling Julie. And she said, OK, we're not going to do any more stretching. Mm -hmm. Let's do something else. And, you know, straight away she knows that that's not the right thing for me and we yeah. need to build up to it. So long stretches, long holds for me are not good. Not to mm -hmm. say that it's, that's the same for everybody, but for me and my body and my curve, it doesn't work. Um, and strengthening. Um Again, I, I I don't know that the kind of working one-sided. Um, I think everybody's going to have different different views and opinions. So for me, I kind of through my classes and through the way I teach, I'm working the whole body and I'm working both sides. Uh, and then I'm, when, I'm, when I'm working on my own body and with my own um, curves, um, I'm focusing probably more on elongation. So finding yeah. length and making corrections so trying to bring my spine into a more neutral alignment and the breathing so trying to breathe into the concavities you know in the lumbar and in the um, thoracic and really mm -hmm. hard as you try and breathe into the lumbar because your lungs are not down there so um yeah that's probably my, more my focus is on the is 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 on the way i'm holding myself so i really yeah. noticed that i lean to the left and i really sink into my curves so I'm always trying to um, stand in a corrected position. And that's probably more where where I, that's, that's probably more how I work at the moment rather than yeah. strengthening a particular side or yeah. the whole body when it comes to strengthening. Mm. Yeah, I, I always remember what, uh, so so how Karina Tech uh, put it put it one, um, one time to me and I, I really, um, that really resonated with me. She was like, because we were talking about this this topic, because it always comes up, you know, which one is the weak side? Which one is the strong mm -hmm. side? Well, they're both weak in mm -hmm. a way. So they're both, well, or both strong, right? They, they both benefit from from strengthening at the yeah. end of the day. And they both benefit from releasing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she put it in this way that we are strong in our curve. And that is so true, right? So whenever I feel this, when I do something difficult, challenging, I'll be in my curve. I'll be in my curve pattern. So our job at the end of the day is to find the maximum of alignment that we can and, and come out of that the scoliosis pattern and, and postural correction as much as we can. We cannot change the bones at the end of the day. 
and then strengthen right and then then th so that's you know and I it sounds like that's kind of a similar approach yeah. to yeah. Um, what what you are saying as well so it's not yeah. so much doing things one-sided but you might do them slightly differently on one side than yeah than the other yeah and I think you know when I'm teaching a group class I can't always apply my own corrections to my own body because I'm not there for me I'm there for my class yeah. um but when I'm practicing on my own I might do a shoulder bridge in a in a completely different way and really think about how I'm lifting up through the spine and uh thinking about trying to keep the level hips and you know rather than dropping down on one side so yeah it's yeah. um yeah it's it's different for me when I work for myself versus what I'm doing as, as a te as a Pilates teacher so mm -hmm. and I don't um I don't run classes for um, like at the moment, I'm not running classes specifically for people with scoliosis or with um, spinal fusions. I'm just running classes in my local community. And so actually do have a couple of people that do because it's more common than you realize. Right. So, yeah. Um, and I spot things sometimes and I can see when people are rolling down, I can see that one shoulder is higher than the other. So then I always have a little chat with my clients to sort of see if they know about this. But yeah, it's you know, We've all got something going on, haven't we? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, there's, um, yeah, we are not, we are not symmetrical. Mm -hmm. You know, we've got one heart which is a little bit over to the left. You know, we we don't have two of of each. We've got one mm -hmm. stomach, obviously. Mm -hmm. So already the the internal organs are asymmetric. Um, one side of the lungs is bigger than the other. So. Um, yeah it there's mm. always going to be some imbalances but obviously with mm. scoliosis mm. you know over 11 degrees um it just becomes amplified and it becomes magnified of course mm. so it just becomes a little bit more um a little bit more challenging but it yeah. doesn't, challenging doesn't is <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 good so do you would you have um so obviously i mean it, i know the word scoliosis was probably mentioned but it sounds like you kind of mm -hmm. forgot about it um throughout your 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 30s and and yeah. you know, for a long time and then it kind of came back yeah when uh, when you were in your 40s so yeah. do you have any advice for anyone who's maybe just been who is who's not a child who's not a He's not an adolescent. Um, yeah. He's an adult, uh, maybe later on in life, and and just got the diagnosis. I, I think um, try to find out all you can about it. So um, it's it's really hard, isn't it? Because I think in the UK as well with uh, the NHS and you know so underfunded, uh, and I think it's really hard to kind of get the right support actually um, and, and I, you know I had that experience myself with the GP where you know the only thing I was really offered was a pain clinic which um, isn't what I wanted really I just wanted somebody to help me understand so for me it was kind of looking for that um, just looking for the support and somebody who could help me to understand and then I could take it from there um, so I'd say just do, do reach out on um, I found Instagram and Facebook to be really great. It's mm -hmm. just like for, just for finding a community out there. I also kind of, so when we went to that event in Hyde Park a few weeks ago, 
I was actually quite emotional kind of being with other people who are at various stages, either they've had their spine, you know, they've had a, their spine fused, or I know there were like four of us that um, had scoliosis. A lot of people had had the fusion, I think, but um, yeah, it's it's kind of finding finding your tribe, isn't it? Um, fi finding other people who can support you and, and just make you feel like you're not alone. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's kind of my advice would be reach out to other people, um, so people like you. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'd always be happy to, you know, I've, when I've had people respond to posts that I've put on Instagram or Facebook, I'll always take the time and effort to go back to them and make them feel like, you know, that they're part of a community. So, mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, just finding out as much as you can about about scoliosis and what you can do to help yourself, working with somebody that really understands it. So, um, you know, it took me a while to find those people, but I do think yeah. it's easy to find that now. And I think that um, what you're doing is, um, you know, great resource and you've got all these different videos and all these interviews that people can watch back um, with different specialists who do different things and, um, so yeah. Excellent. Thank that's, you. That's so good. how, how can people connect with you? You mentioned obviously Instagram, is that kind of the best way to? Yeah. Insta so I've got a website, my Pilates tribe, um, or yeah, on Instagram, I'm my Pilates tribe, GU15. So that's postcode around here. Um, right. okay. Facebook, <laughs> my, yeah. Uh, Facebook, it's just my Pilates tribe. So, um, okay. yeah, I'd love to connect with new people. Um, and you know it's just keep building this community and be there to support each other really so yeah it's not always a bright sunny day where you're feeling yay i've got an eight percent reduction in my cob angle and it's just like yeah i'm gonna just get through this and it'll be all right uh you know it's not always like that so mm -hmm. um yeah yes and, and it is kind of uh it is an an up and down a little mm -hmm. bit isn't it i mean we don't all have just amazing days there no. there will be days i can't tell you actually how much i was how nervous i was about that appointment last monday and i don't think i'd realized how much i'd built it up in my head because I'd, i had a really bad um over easter this year so in april this year i had a really bad flare-up the worst i've ever had um and i was in so much pain and i was really uncomfortable and i thought that's it the curves got worse i'm gonna have to have surgery when I have that appointment, um, it's just absolutely going to be like, right, you need to make a decision. And I went into that appointment and I really thought I was going to have to make a decision. And actually when the x-ray came up and it was like, oh, it's eight degrees reduction, I felt like I'd won the lottery. I kind of walked out. I couldn't believe it. When I walked out of that room, I thought I'm actually doing the right thing here to help myself. So, you know, move, I move every day. Uh, obviously I teach Pilates but I don't that doesn't mean I do Pilates for like two hours a day um, no. but I move every day I do I walk for as far as I can so that maxes out about an hour but a couple of times a day I walk the dog um, and I try to you know look after my body and what I eat and all that kind of good stuff and keep hydrated um, and just doing the best you can to you know help yourself really yeah, absolutely. I, I think that is that is such an important it's such an important point, right? It's not just about, you know, whatever that those exercises that yeah. that you do every day. Um, you know, it's it's 
it's the whole body right and yeah. um and the, the brain. whole being right and um, yes side of it as well yeah exactly now, now when just when i said when i said this i was like no it's more than that you know it's it's our it's our whole yeah. whole being really and um yes absolutely the mental side is is such an important um yeah. factor and i think fear um fear is such an important factor and it, can affect us physically as well right just the fear of of the future yeah. and what's yeah. what's going to happen right yeah absolutely yeah 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 good well thank you so much um for your time i've obviously i put on all the the links in the in the description as always so um yeah people can connect with you yeah. as well anything else you you want to share anything no, I just wanted to kind of share my story, and I suppose you know it's uh, it's just good to hear another another story in here. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We love that. We love yeah. that. We love hearing yeah. all the different different stories. And Glynis was in the chat as well. She, uh, she's saying never had any help apart from massages, which I paid for, of course. Was told to do yoga by a specialist in Birmingham. That is mm -hmm. amazing, actually, because. Um, yeah, usually it's Pilates that is recommended yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> because they know more about it, I think. Um, but I think it does all become a little bit more. Um, I think the specialists, they they realize, you know, that it's it's important to give options where people can do something themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Whatever that might be, you know, it might be Pilates, it might be yoga, it might be other movements, but yeah. just being proactive. Right. Yeah. I think so. And yes, massage. I do yeah. um, have massage every month as well. So yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Good. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you so much to everyone who's been in the chat, obviously, as I mentioned next week, I'm going to do a live practice. So if you want to join me for that, you can absolutely do that. And yeah, Thank you so much. Um, and yeah, I know you need to go, Helen. So uh, yeah, thanks very much <laughs> for your time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Christine. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, I would be super grateful if, if you could leave me a five star rating and review, which will help me to create lots more amazing content. If you have any questions or suggestions, reach out to me on Instagram at yogaberry.scoliosis or visit my website at www.yogaberry.net.